I know we are. Everyone, all the kids woke up super early, right? Well, it's great to see everyone. Let's pray really quick before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. And this morning especially, Lord, thank you so much for the chance to come together and celebrate your birth. I pray right now that as we go through this message and just speak of your name, Lord, that you would be glorified in that, be glorified in this building. And I pray that we just carry on your glory through our lives, throughout the rest of this day and moving forward. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning. My name is Ian. I am one of the pastors here at FBC. I am not Matt, as we know. Um, he's definitely sad. He couldn't be here. I talked to him. I texted him last night and can tell he's bummed. This is, like we said last night, the Super Bowl for pastors. So I'm, I guess you can call me second string. <laughs> he got hurt and they threw me in and I'm like, I haven't practiced. But it's great. It's good. So keep him in your prayers. I know he's at home and thinking of all of us. Just pray for him and he'll be on his feet in no time. I can guarantee that. Um, This morning, as we get started, if you have a Bible, please open it to Luke 2, verse, I mean, Luke chapter 2, verse 2 through 20. And we're going to get there in a minute. So this morning is Christmas. It's not every Sunday or many Sundays at all that Christmas falls on Sunday. So this morning, there's probably that mindset, you know, you see gifts from Santa, you see gifts from your family, you go downstairs, kids open their stockings. All these things are happening this morning. The Christmas tree, the lights. Maybe you have traditions that you're celebrating. Maybe you wake up and make pancakes, bacon and eggs, cinnamon rolls. I don't know what your traditions are. But this morning we have those traditions. But this morning I want to talk about a tradition that the world is kind of closed off from Christmas. Because we have all those Christmas lights, we have Santa Claus, we have all that stuff. But the true meaning of Christmas, the reason to celebrate this morning is because of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? So this morning, I would like to just take a few minutes to read to you about that birth. And in Luke 2, starting in verse, Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 2, it says, This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. 
But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So this story this morning is of our Savior's birth. Amen? What joy it is to bring us all together and celebrate that this morning. At first, I will be honest, when Christmas fell on Sunday, there was that immediate reservation. Oh, man, got to do this. Oh, man, we have to show up. We have to do this. But honestly, I'm so glad now. I'm glad to be with you guys. I'm glad to be hanging out. I'm glad to be here in this building because it reminded me of what I truly should be celebrating today. Amen? The birth of our Lord, Jesus Christ, is what today is all about. So I don't think that it's just by chance. Well, it's not by chance. It fell on Sunday. But I really think God is using that today to remind us, hey, just all this stuff that's going on, what the world has made Christmas, remember me. So this morning, I want to go over a few things with you, just a few quick things. And the first thing I want you to remember that through this story, God offers forgiveness to all. So the underlining of this message woven throughout the Christmas story is the gift that God and sinners are reconciled through Jesus Christ. That relationship is what Christ brought to us. And that reconciliation is what God wants from us. The Lord wants you to be reconciled in that relationship with God to no longer be held back because of our sin. So God sent Emmanuel, God with us, to save his people from our sins. So no matter who we are, what we've done, or where we are in life, we are able to reconcile that relationship with God because of what Jesus Christ did through his birth which was to live among us, 
in humanly form to show us and live in a perfect and holy way to die for our sins on the cross. So you see, God didn't put his son down to just save these people or save the people of high stature. God came to save us all. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And the key, the key word in that is whoever believes. Not just some people and not just high status, but whoever believes in him, no matter who you are. So remember this morning that God forgives all of us, that through this birth of Jesus Christ, we all have the chance to be forgiven through the acceptance of of Christ in our hearts and the belief in him. And secondly, I want you to remember that Christ will be our shepherd to those who accept him. So the role of a shepherd is to guide, to direct sheep into, our particu into a particular direction, right? Last week, we remember when Pastor Matt said in Isaiah 53, 6, that we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So down to lay our sins on himself in order to save us. And through him saving us, the Lord is guiding us to life that he lived from his birth until he died on the cross for our sins. And the best way that he could do this was to come in a lowly position, born in a manger, in a stable. Because now, no one can say, well, he's up here and I can't reach him. Because Jesus came from the bottom. He came to the lowest position in society not even born in a room at the inn because God wanted us to all understand that we all can be saved and Jesus is not untouchable or unreachable to any of us. And naturally, when an angel came down to the shepherds, was a way God did this for us. When we read in Luke 2, 13 through 14, when it said, the shepherds were approached by the angel, and suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those in whom his favor rests. There was a celebration of angels to the birth of Jesus Christ that was being shown to the shepherds. And they got to see this glory from heaven. They got to see the glory of God in their presence. And the peace that the angels were talking about was the peace for those of us who accept Christ into our heart. 
The peace that comes with knowing that our sins are no longer holding us down. The peace that comes from knowing that God sent his son to save us because we couldn't save us from ourselves. And he sent the angels to shepherds. You see, shepherds were looked down upon in society from the work they did. It wasn't clean. It wasn't prestigious. They took care of sheep. And it was hard work. And a lot of times they had to go here and there. They were going through fields. They were going wherever the sheep would graze and they would lead them. Oftentimes they had to find the sheep because they would go astray. They'd have to fend off other animals. And because of that work, they were not viewed as high status or stature in the town. But God's message was clear that this hope, this gift, was for all people. So what better way to spread the message of the birth of Christ than starting with those who were in the lowly position to then go forth and talk to everybody else? So what comfort in knowing this because we can learn from the position that Jesus Christ came down in a manger, in a stable, to reach us all and not be measured by works, status, or worth. Because remember if we read, when we read Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, where it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. It has nothing to do with your status or your ability to show results in your life through the works that you do, but instead is measured for you to have the willingness to have this relationship with Jesus Christ in your life. And the last thing I would like to leave you with this morning is that God provides for us in his way and not our own. Luke 2, 6 through 7 says, So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. We tend to glance over what it was probably like for Mary and Joseph during this time and for Mary as an expectant mother, and for Joseph, a father, who is expecting to take care of his family. And the only thing that they had for them, the only place that was given to them, was a stable with other animals, because there was no room anywhere else. But you can be sure of one thing that God had his hand in that moment and provided for Mary and provided for Joseph to make sure that Jesus Christ was born 
in the way that Jesus Christ was meant to be born for us. Because if there was a room in the inn, or if there was something else, then in some ways his status may have been elevated. Oh, well, he got to stay there. Oh, he got to do that. Or he was born with warm stuff. Like, he doesn't know me. That's not what Jesus was born into. God made sure that he was born in the manger. So he provided in his way, in his time, to be put in a position of service to all humanity. And God has his hand in your life in the same way, where it may not seem like it, it may not seem like the life you want, it may not seem like the life that you feel that you should be living. You may be saying, I'm supposed to be staying in the inn. Why do I not have a room? But God has his hand in it. If God can have his hand in the birth of Christ in this way, our perfect Savior, what makes you think that he doesn't have his hand in your life? For you. So although we may not understand this, we may not understand why things are happening, but one thing I am sure of this morning over everything else is that Jesus Christ was born. And he was born in a way to save us from our sins through his perfect life because of the love God has for each and every one of us. And the Lord came in this way not to be the most glamorous or exciting, but in the way God intended it in order for us to be reached without the level of status in our way and holding us back from that relationship that God intended for us to have. So this morning, as we continue to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, I want us to remember that God forgives us. He came to forgive us. He came to be a shepherd over us to guide us in our lives and provide for us in his perfect way of understanding. And the only thing he asks for you, from you in return is that you believe in him, follow him in your own life, and trust him. And if, to trust him if you make that choice in your life. So celebrate this morning. Celebrate the birth of our Lord. And as we go out and as we continue our day in this season, remember that beyond the Christmas trees, beyond the presents that we all left at home right now that you want to go home and play with, beyond all the lights is a Savior that was born for our sins. Amen? All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, Thank you for your willingness to come to us, to be born in a manger, in a stable, to live as a perfect and holy sacrifice for us all. I pray this morning that we all remember to celebrate your life for us 
And maybe this morning some do not yet know you. And I pray that your glory be shown to them. I pray that your glory be shown to all this morning through our lives, through the community, and through the world. And just as the shepherds went out and shared who you were to others, and the people after that, I pray that we would continue to do that. I pray that we would continue to celebrate Christmas for what we really should be celebrating, and that is you. Just thank you so much, Lord, for being willing to die for our sins. In your name we pray. Amen.